Welcome to Let's Talk Football with me, Chris. And me, Richard. The podcast bringing you the latest in football news. Every week we discuss all the big talking points from the world of football and preview all the action in the week to come. In this week's podcast, Kidderminster come within seconds of a huge upset before the heartbreak of losing to West Ham after extra time. Boreham Wood beat Bournemouth to keep their FA Cup run going. Manchester United have 30 shots a goal but lose out on penalties to Middlesbrough after a controversial VAR decision. And Senegal take home the trophy as they beat Egypt in the final of the African Cup of Nations. Lots to discuss this week from some very, very entertaining games. So, let's talk football. Good, 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 good day, good morning, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Whatever time you're listening to us. Exactly. Hello, hello. Welcome to Let's Talk Football. Uh, We are here again. With lots of things to talk about this week. FA Cup. Uh, around the world, etc. African Nations Cup final, yeah, even a Premier League game. Yes, and it's fair to say the FA Cup is alive and well, folks. Yes, we have some very, very, very good games. Uh, I, I want to st- let's just start where it started the weekend on the Friday night. Let's pull the bandaid off early. Let's let's get this one done because there's so much to just dissect. There's so many incidents in this game. Like, so much to talk about. Uh, Manchester United, as Eric said in the intro, had 30 shots on goal. 30 shots. Which I don't think we've had 30 shots. I can't remember the last time we had 30 shots at goal, to be honest. Uh, but still lose on penalties to Middlesbrough. Yeah. Having missed a penalty already. Having missed a penalty. And Bruno miss, Fernandes well, missing, a, missing an open goal. goal. This Go, is the thing. Yeah, 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 right, yeah, I was yeah, watching was... the game and I was just kind of going, right, okay, so we get the penalty. Brilliant. Right, 2-0. Here we go. No, Ronaldo's put it wide. He hasn't... Goalkeeper's not saved it. He put it wide. No, he hadn't, didn't test the goalkeeper at all. Yeah. And I was just thinking, oh, here we go. Like, you know, when Ronaldo's missing penalties, either John Terry's going to fall on his ass, or, or, you know, or nothing. And John Terry wasn't on the pitch, so it wasn't going to happen this time. Oh, no, that's a disappointment. Wasn't going to happen this time, so things weren't going right. And then Fernandez finds the goal Ooh. gaping. He's got three quarters of the goal just to slide that, but he hits the post. And I'm sat there going, "It's just like you can't." And you know, Ralph is. And I've not been Ralph's biggest fan, but you can't, you can't like prepare for that, can you? Nothing the manager's saying can affect Ronaldo, of all people, missing a penalty. And Bruno Fernandez, of all people, missing an open goal. No, you can't. No, nothing you Ralph can, can do about you that. You can't expect those things to happen. No. And then also, what you can't expect to happen is that Anthony Taylor goes and VAR. Well, VAR more so, I would say. Turn around and go. That's not handball from Watmore, as he's controlled the ball with his arm about fifty yards away from his body. <laughs> Honestly, if that the thing is though, if that's the other way around and that hits a defender, you get a penalty for that. Yes, you do. Because yeah. his arms away from his body. Yeah. His arm is away from his body. So uh, they were all talking about it. I can't remember who was who was it on. Was it Lee Dixon on commentary for um, the United game? Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and matter face with fam. Who's the face? Yeah. Sam. Sam. What's the matter with you? Sam, <laughs> yeah. Middle name. What's the matter with you? Um, Matterface 
talking about the rule change that came in around accidental handballs, which I thought was completely irrelevant. Well, it because, wasn't, it wasn't. Because so... you know, his arms are away from his body. It's handball, right? Yeah. If you were a defender, you're going to get told that's handball. So why? what's the difference when it's an attacker in the attacking box? Not necessarily. I mean, if it bounces up and hits an arm when it's out extended like he's, that... But he's controlled the ball. That thing has helped him control the ball. That's handball under any handball law in the game. And if he'd have put the ball in by himself, it would have been ruled out. But it's handball. It doesn't matter. The rest of it is irrelevant. It's handball. The rest of that law is... The whole mention of that law about it... Uh, you know, it didn't go straight enough him, another player puts it in the net. To me, it was irrelevant to the whole discussion. It's handball. But, but unfortunately, that's the law. It's No, it, that <laughs> law is irrelevant to that situation. The handball on its own, going, he's handled the ball with his hand, is enough for that to be given as a handball. Not for the goal to be disallowed. It's a handball. <laughs> it's just handball. Doesn't matter about the rest of it. It's irrelevant. As someone who has had very many misfortunes at Old Trafford. It's ridiculous. It's honestly one of the worst things. I think about. I'm sat there going, why are they quoting this rule? This rule is irrelevant to this situation. He's handled the ball. He's, he's, he's literally, he's, the ball's there away from him and he's gone, yep, I'll have that in my control. Lobs the keeper and then comes in. Get out of here. It's quite nice. To see Manchester United action actually yes, not get We decision. don't get we don't get decisions anymore. This is a this is a complete and utter lie. We get nothing. <laughs> we get absolutely nothing. I remember Lindelof getting the softest handball penalty given against him the other year. Pedro Mendes would argue otherwise. Pedro Pedro Mendes didn't put the ball across the line. Roy Carroll is a legend. We all know it. <laughs> Roy Carroll ended up in the front row. I don't know what you're on about. Yeah, because he scrambled <laughs> back to scramble the ball across back from the line. Yeah. To stop it going over. We all know that one. So, yeah, obviously the Matt equalises. In inverted commas, we'll put it in inverted commas for you. Well, no, because he did equalise. It, it was given yeah, as a goal. he did equalise. But you still didn't go and kick on from there. If anything, Middles were probably the better team from that point on. Well, I think what happened is I thought to be Pogba was very, very good in his 70 minutes before we started getting tired. Obviously, he hadn't played a game since November. Yeah, yeah. And I thought Pogba... Great. Pogba was what I was looking for. You know when I was talking about it for weeks and weeks that we haven't had control of a game? Pogba was controlling the game. Pogba was yeah. controlling that game. And he gets a lot of criticism, and rightly so, for some of his performances in the United shirt. And his inconsistency more than anything else is one of the most frustrating things for us as fans, let alone as neutrals watching a great player just not doing it when you know that he can. Yeah. But he, he had that game, and he was he was strong when he was on the board. He was... He didn't hardly put a foot wrong, and he was oh, he looked good. passing it around very nicely. But he just he ran out of legs because he hadn't played since November. Yeah, and after seventy, because because championship teams will run you ragged. That's one thing they they're very they good at. Very hard, Middlesbrough. Yeah. very hard. Yeah. So that that's what done for Pogba. So when we lost Pogba, we lost a bit of that control, a bit of that edge. Yeah. But even so, even after that moment, we still had chances. I think the Fernandez chance came after they equalised. Oh, did it? Oh, okay. yeah. The, the, I, was, the, I was engrossed doing something else whilst trying to watch the football as well. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure the Fernandez missing was when it was at 1 1. Even Juan Mata got on. Juan Mata got on. Well, Juan Mata got on because Jesse Lingard, which is another controversial moment, is 
they had a bit of a difference in opinion, let's say, between the manager yeah. and Jesse Lingard as to why Jesse Lingard wasn't involved with the squad on Friday. And, and he's basically told them all, tell me to my face, don't tell me on social media. Yeah, which is so, fair enough. Yeah. And then, obviously, Cavani was also given an extra couple of days in Uruguay before he came home from international duty. Which is fair enough, yeah. To a degree, but at the same time, you got a job. You have. But he asked yeah. and he was given permission, so I guess in that, you know, in that... In that sense, it's all right. And we should have, we had enough, to be honest, it didn't really matter. We had enough chances to win that game and we should have won it. It didn't really matter. Boom, boom, yeah. Boom. It, it, like, we should have, we should have, we should have won. And I thought Matter actually did quite well. He was pinging, he was playing some nice football in and around the box. He was. Um, but it's just what it was for them. Yeah. As soon as, like, those three things, though Ronaldo missing the penalty, the pen, then the goal that was given, and then Fernandez missing the open goal, and you just go, it's just not. not it's not for us tonight. It's just not. Yeah. Like, to be fair, I think that's one of the best we've played under Ragnik, in particular that first like hour seventy minutes. Yeah, yeah, I'd go along with that. Yeah. We we dominated. We were pushing up the pitch. We were winning the ball higher up. We were doing everything that you can't that he probably wants the team to do. Yeah. The shape is better because we're playing with the four three three now. Yeah. Rather than leaving a massive hole in the middle, so it kind of it kind of worked and looked a lot yeah. better. And so I think that's probably one of the better, but they better Man United performances. But the lack of whether it's concentration they were struggling with in front of goal. But you know you can't Ronaldo missing a penalty. You just can't. No. You just that just doesn't happen very often. It's happened, but not very often. Obviously Middlesbrough helped themselves out because they just stayed in the game. Well, yeah, that was it at the end, and then and then obviously the the lottery of penalties. I have to say. The quality of penalties was yeah. amazingly good. Oh, it was really good. It was really good again. It was literally like watching that severe Europa League final over again. Yeah. I was just going, oh, here we go. Here we go. I was ready in myself going, right, is Dean Henderson a better penalty taker than David De Gea? That's what, that's what <laughs> we're about to find out. But oh my God. I, even when Sol Bamba stepped up, I was like, oh, Sol Bamba's going to miss. And no. he just leathered, leathered it. it. I was like, oh my God. And then it was poor Anthony Alanga. Yeah, and the young kid. We should probably talk about the abuse he's got. Yeah, no, online. absolutely. I was about to say it's just it's absolutely ridiculous. We hear it all the time, and it's not like we shouldn't. The bad thing is that I wasn't surprised to see it the next no. day. It's like it's so no. stupid. Like every time, what well, a, a black player misses a penalty, and therefore that gives you the right to just. Ah, oh, it's it's ridiculous. It's just it's no, he's out a young of order. Kids, fair play to him for having the bottle to step up to take it. Yeah, well. Yeah, no, there is that. He was all number right, like, right, he was he was like no, number right, nine. He was number eight. <laughs> he was number yeah, number eight out of eleven. Yeah, but, but he still need, he exactly, still has yeah. the bottle to take one. And and that's that for me makes it even more of a thing. It's like, well, hang on a minute. He was number eight down the line yeah. before he missed the penalty. So it's always it's like doesn't at that stage. It's like, well, these are the guys that a aren't confident. Yeah. And b probably aren't the best technically scoring a penalty. You know, when you're getting yeah. down to those numbers. So. I don't know. It's ridiculous. You, it's but stupid. But you've still got three players behind you who could have put their hand up and gone, I'll take number eight, Gaffer. Well, yeah. yeah. But, you know, that, we don't want to see it. We hate it. No. No one wants to see it. Please just ridiculous. stop. Please stop it. Yeah. Stop. You don't gain anything from it other than maybe a, a jail sentence or a conviction. Yeah. So uh, just, just just don't do it. It's simple. We'll talk about someone else who's done something criminal as well in a bit, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, this is one of those just 
one of those weekends where people just show their true colours and just go away. Yeah. Go away. Football's not for you, mate. No. Absolutely not. Uh, should we not talk about Manchester United anymore and let's talk about uh, a local, well, a fairly local team to me, Midlands team. Yeah. Kidderminster Harriers. Oh, poor Kidderminster. I couldn't believe this, to be I honest. Couldn't, I, I was genuinely couldn't believe it either. Obviously, I was I was following the game a bit because I was like, oh, they're 1-0 up. So you're following it because you're kind of going, oh, they're all right. What's going on? And then I saw, oh, they've brought Declan Rice on. They mean business. And then, but for them to get that close. Yeah. Not just, once, but twice. But twice. Well, yeah, twice in, in the second time getting to penalties. Yeah. Declan Rice cruel. just turns up and goes, nah, I'll have this 90. What was it? 90 plus one, I think he scored. 90, yeah. Yeah, it was it was in added time. And yeah, in injury like, time. Oh no! But fair play to Kidderminster, because that could have floored them, and they could have lost that easily in the first couple of minutes of extra time. To pick themselves up and go again, you get the you get the time though to settle, don't you? Chat with the manager. Yeah, and it's like right, okay, let's. We're still in this. We're not out yet. And that that yeah. was sort of been would have been the message. We're not out yet. Yeah. And then for it just to happen again. In this time in the 121st minute, and Jared Bowen, yeah. as he's often done many times for West Ham, scoring a very important goal. Yeah, dug him out of the hole. Yeah. But yeah, it was a shame. They were so close. It was. And yeah. In fairness, it's it's one of them ones where you go, that should that would have gone to a replay under the old system. Well, yeah, it would have. And they'd have gone off to London Stadium, got a nice little payday. And, and, and instead, they're now... Out of the cup. Yep, and indeed they get to concentrate on getting promoted. Yep. And also the news today, of course. I mean, we're talking about West Ham now. Let's talk about him. I mean, Kurt Zuma. Oh, Another idiot. (laughs) Another idiot. Football are just... The last few weeks, football and footballers are just really... really, We just want everyone to see the idiots. Because you haven't seen this. This was Kurt Zuma kicking his cat across. Like, drop-kicking it. It's horrible. Yeah. What he did to that cat. And he <laughs> comes out and apologises. Oh, don't worry, they're both all right. Both oh, my cat. Oh, oh, that's all right then. Yeah, I boot him in the ribs more often then. Idiot. I hope they claw his eyes out in his sleep. Yeah, get their own back. <laughs> They'll be planning. Cat, cats do plot. Yeah, cats Cats are cunning. He'll come yeah. for him one day. I'll get, I'll get their own back. Yeah, they will. Ridiculous stuff. Uh, but no, West Ham are off to the next round. Bringing yeah. it back to the football slightly. A big opportunity, I feel, for West Ham. This competition. But I think, you know, a, a good a good opportunity for them to get some tro- get a trophy this season because it'd show real progress, I think, if they could at least get maybe get to a final or something this year. Yeah, definitely. And they're, they're, they're more than capable. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, and then to, let's talk about the best upset. The upset. The upset that nearly was to the upset that was. And that was... Non-league Boreham Wood beating Bournemouth. Lots of, bees. lots of bees in that sentence. There was lots of bees in that sentence. Lots of bees. Uh, big win for them. Yeah. Scrappy game. Always are, sometimes. Yeah. Took their chance when it came and defended brilliantly. Yeah. Very, very well defended. Because they didn't... They didn't hold back. Bournemouth had 18 shots. I mean, only only two on target, though, for Bournemouth, which will be the disappointing part of that. Yeah. But full credit to the the National League side. 
yeah. last remaining non-league side in the competition. Indeed, they've made it to the fifth round, which is a huge achievement. Yeah, first time in their history they've yeah. made it this far. Huge yeah. achievement. Obviously they've been they've been in it since the fourth qualifying round or the final qualifying round. So yeah, long they've journey. Gone a long way. They've played yeah. many games in this competition so far. And they've got a good tie in the next round, Everton. Yeah, Everton. Bit of a money spinner for them. It'll be on TV, I should imagine, as well. I would think so, yeah, at this stage. Yeah. Uh, there'll be lots of interest around that game, for sure. So we'll look forward to that. And Can they speak... do what Lincoln did? Obviously, Lincoln made it to the quarterfinals. They did. the non-league side a few years ago. Be a big, a big ask, though, to go to Everton. Yeah, but... A big, I think you know. so because they're, they're going to be very much improved under Frank. I feel. Yeah. I mean, we saw the early, even the early signs of it in their in their tie against Brentford. Yeah, Frank but making. I wouldn't rule Wood out. Well, no, you can never you can never do do because it's just the FA Cup football and yeah. football crazy things can happen in football. You can. And we've seen it this yes. weekend, indeed. So you know you don't count them out, but I, I would expect Everton to under Frank. He seems to have got them started well. Yeah. Uh, with the four goals that they scored against Brentford. You know, Brentford are not an easy team to play against. No. no. So I think Everton can be very happy with the start that Frank Lampard has made as their manager. Yes. Do you want to go to another game that finished 4-1? Uh, if you must. Let's go to Nottingham Forest. Oh, Nottingham Forest. Right, let's talk about the idiot first, show before we talk about the game. Okay. So yes. Another idiot. So many idiots in today's podcast, everybody. And another not us. Idiot decided to jump on the pitch and throw punches. Yeah. Uh, he'll be banned for life by he'll Leicester be City. He'll be banned for life. I, and if I was whoever he was, idiot, and be charges pressed, I wouldn't care. Yeah. Getting what was thrown towards him. It's it's just ridiculous. Oh, it's so stupid. He, he comes from nowhere. He comes obviously he comes out of the Leicester end. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like. They're just celebrating scoring a goal, mate. Yeah, it's it's out of order. You just don't do it. No, yeah, I mean, there's just there's lines, isn't there? And yeah. you don't get on the football pitch. And then you, you yeah. I mean, just forget the fact that it's a football game. You don't hit a person. No, <laughs> you just don't do it. It's just what are you doing? I, I thought that. I, I thought they were very well behaved, yeah. actually. I know you're angry that you're players losing, but it's part and parcel of the game. Get on with it. Yeah, it's it's a shocker, absolute shocker. But onto the football, I think Forest Forest are playing excellently in the FA Cup. Yeah, they are. Obviously, the second Premier League side they've knocked out. Yeah, the top half Premier League side as well. Yeah, I obviously think. they were bottom of the table when Steve Cooper took over, and he's done a yeah. fantastic job. Absolutely brilliant, and they they were dominant against Leicester. Yeah. Leicester seem a shadow of the team that were playing earlier in the season. Yeah, and James Garner, by the changes. way. Yeah, James Garner is a great player. I'm very <laughs> much looking forward to getting him. But we could do with him. Can we just record his loan now? Can we just we could I'm do with him in our I'm midfield? Afraid the transfer window has closed. We could do with him back, to be quite honest. But I did find it interesting that he came off for Cafu in the 88th minute. It's nice to see Cafu back in football. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, legend. Must be like 55 by now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, yeah. still smash. He'd still be better than most players in the championship, I imagine. He probably would be. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. I thought they were they were absolutely dominant. And it's not as if yeah. Leicester put out a weak team, by the way. No, no. Tillemans, Indeedy, Madison was yeah. in there. Iniacho, who obviously got their goal. 
Yeah. Lookman Barnes. I mean, they're all in it. Sunchu. Yeah, Games yeah, Justin they're... played. Yeah, against a team in a local derby like that, you've got to play your best team, and they and they That's did. It. They picked I mean, the best team that was available to them. Yeah, but maybe other than Kasper Michael, who was I think was the only player that, that was rested, really. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, they have the Danny Ward goalkeeper. Yeah. But yeah, no, um, they were dominant. Yeah. Well, I say dominant. They defended very well. They controlled Leicester, and I mean, again, they only had two shots on target in the whole game. Forrest had yeah. seven. In comparison yeah. to that, so even though Leicester had most of the ball, they weren't doing a great deal with it. They didn't look like yeah. they were creating clear-cut chances at all. Rogers called it an embarrassment, which it was. Yeah, it was very. They were very slow and lethargic, you know. And Forrest were quite happy just to sit there and go, all right, then you know we'll do exactly what we did to Arsenal, get yeah. you on the break, and they did it brilliantly. A couple of times, yeah. You know, well played to Nottingham Forest. I'd love to see that Forrest back in the Premier League. I'd love I, to I see mean, that. if they keep going how they're going in the Championship, you might. Get your wish. Yeah, I, I, I just, I just do. This, this, that's a club with a lot of history to it, and they deserve to be back in the, in the Premier League. They've been through the doldrums a bit. It's, it's their time again, Forest. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you want to talk about Tottenham quickly? Let's talk about Tottenham. Yay! We did all right, didn't we? I mean, yeah. I thought you played very, very well. Watched the second half, really, your game. Um, yeah, I, I really thought. That was going to go extra time and penalties, possibly. I mean, it had I the mean, potential to because of the way Brighton had been playing this season. Yeah, um, but we controlled the game from the start. Harry scored his goal, lovely goal. Yeah. Emerson Royale with a cross, come shot. And um, they, in fairness, they changed it at half time. They went to five at the back at half time, Brighton, got back yeah. in the game. And then we just went up the other end and scored, and that was it. Kulinevsky come on, Ben Kinshaw come on. Who? Ben Kerr. Okay. Just, just wondered what he said there. Um, I'll tell you what was nice to see. Christian Romero back. Christian Romero played very, very well. Yeah. Yeah. Big, big win for Spurs. Again, competition I think Spurs should be looking at. Yeah. Season. Yeah, obviously Middlesbrough in the next round. Tricky tie. Tricky tie going to the Riverside. Yeah. Tricky tie. But if we keep playing like that, we should be able to beat them. Hopefully so, for Hopefully a so. Tottenham point of view, at least. And speaking of injury returns, we must, of course, mention a great return for Harvey Elliott for Liverpool on Sunday. Yeah. Bit Brilliant of controversy, thing. though, at Anfield. Yeah, lots of controversy, but I do want to say, for him to come back, get his goal. Oh, yeah, after five months out. Yeah, that big, because it, it looked a like a nasty injury. It looked yeah. like, you know, and the fact that he's come back in five months from that, I think it's actually yeah. really, really it's good. Really impressive, yeah. yeah. Young, young blood, young bones. Heal, they they heal quicker. They do heal a bit quicker, but yeah, to come back and he showed confidence as well. Which you know, when you come back from like a one of those horrific leg breaks, yeah, that's the thing that can sometimes just take its time in coming back. It's the confidence to put your foot in or you know take the extra touch. That's the good thing about these kids these days. They're not afraid. No, absolutely not. And he's a very good player, is Harvey Elliott. Yeah. And, and for Liverpool, I know you want to talk about some of the controversial moments. I'll let you get on to that yeah. in a moment. But in terms of Liverpool, they've gotten over this African Nations gap with missing their two-star men yeah. with flying colours. Five out of six. Yeah. So, Which you know, anyone who says is. Liverpool haven't got a strong squad past their first 11, I mean, that's all gone to bed now as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely, yeah. Because, that you know, everyone, everybody's stepped up. Even Minamino has been in the goals lately and yeah. on the pitch. Yeah, got another one the weekend. 
Yeah. So, absolutely. But yeah, you wanted to talk about some of the controversial moments from that yeah. game? Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure why Kelleher is not sent off for that. Yeah. Obviously, he's out of his goal. He takes him out. He cleans out the attacker. And he and, gets a yellow. And he only gets a yellow card. They did review it, VAR, and they deemed it wasn't a red card offence. I've seen tackles out on the field. <laughs> Better than that. And red cards be given. Yeah, it's... So, uh, it it's... was a little bit of a controversial one. And I thought Cardiff should have had a penalty as well. Yeah. I thought they were unlucky not to get a penalty, but... They did themselves proud. Obviously, they're struggling in the championship, Cardiff. They are. Their and priority is definitely elsewhere. Well, that's what it is now. It definitely yeah. is now. But it would have been always, I think, you know, going to Anfield. Okay, if we get, if we come away from it, if we get, if we get through that round, it's a bonus. And it, Absolutely, yeah. Obviously. You know, you, you get a nice day to Anfield. They get their goal as well. There, Carl Will can say that he scored at Anfield. It was a bloody good goal. It as was well. a good goal. It was a good goal, but it, unfortunately the damage was already done at that point. Yeah, consolation goal, but as you say, something to remember and something to take home with you. Indeed. Like one of Bully's tankards back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that, that's pretty much it. Let's just quickly run through the others. Chelsea, oh, they nearly had an upset, didn't they? They went behind Chelsea nearly had to Plymouth and had to go to yeah. extra time. And they missed a penalty at the end of extra time, Plymouth. Yeah, and that could have taken it. With the same. The more penalties. Yeah. So, uh, they'll, be they'll be disappointed with that, Plymouth. They've been I think doing so. well in League One. No, they have been playing very, very well. But uh wasn't quite to be for Plymouth. No. Poor old Pie Face would go home very, very, very upset, I'm afraid, on that one. So, yeah, elsewhere, Palace beat Hartlepool 2-0. Huddersfield beating Barnsley. City also went down a goal, but yeah. only for two minutes. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't long. Yeah. It went long and then... The uh, runaway train that is Man City turned turned on the gas and it was all over. Yeah. Peterborough beating QPR, good for the for the posh. Yeah, that was a bit of a surprise, obviously, with their championship form at the moment. You Indeed, QPR were going to win that. Yeah, but yeah. a bit of an upset there in terms of in terms of championship level, anyway. Uh, league position. Southampton beat Coventry, but they needed extra time as well. Coventry played yeah. Coventry are playing very well. Another team I'd like to see back in the Premier League. Yeah. Coventry. Lovely goal from Stuart Armstrong in that one, if you haven't seen it. Mm. Doing the rounds on social media. But they needed extra time as well. They went behind as well, Southampton, yeah. but pulled it back. Luton with a 3-0 win over Cambridge. They'll be happy with that. The last round, Cambridge knocked out Newcastle. Unfortunately, it didn't work out this time. Around. Didn't quite work out. And then, yeah, I think we've talked about all the other games. Yeah. So, lots of... Fun and games to be had uh, in the uh, in the FA Cup. Right, before we move on then, let's have a quick look at the fifth round fixtures, see what we've got coming up this time. So the fifth round FA Cup has pulled up a few surprises, but the big teams have been kept apart, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. So Crystal Palace have got Stoke. Peterborough welcome Manchester City. Middlesbrough, as we've mentioned, take on Tottenham. Nottingham Forest against Huddersfield. Luton take on Chelsea, Liverpool take on Norwich, Everton take on Boreham Wood, and Southampton take on West Ham in the beginning of March. Indeed. And, of course, we did have that one Premier League game at the weekend. Burnley-Watford. We Nothing happened apart from Roy Hodgson got caught out in a gale when he was doing his post-match interview, which is the most interesting thing about that match, if you ask me. Yeah. Poor old Roy. 
Or Rob, or Rob Roy. It was good. It was good though. I watched it. I laughed a bit all the way through it when I was watching it back. <laughs> Outside in the rain, in the wind. Like, yeah, this is what you come back for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear, but interesting draw that. Not really helping out either of t- either of them teams. I don't think the draw. No, definitely not. But a point it was in the end. Right. Let's move on to uh, African Cup of Nations. Yeah. We had a great, well, I say great final. It was a tense final, let's say, towards the end. It was a tense final. It got tense. It wasn't a game full of great quality. Nope. Um, Senegal, obviously coming away. Mane versus Salah in the final. Uh, uh, Mane missed a penalty in in regular time, didn't he? Yes, he did. Uh, And a lot of people saw that uh, Salah went over to the goalkeeper and told him. Yeah, what he was going to do. Like Even though one, I love that little introduction, actually, because uh, Mane kind of walks over to the Egyptian goalkeeper and kind of points. He goes, "I'm going to put it there. I'm going to put it there." And I can't remember which side it was, but it didn't help his situation because Salah was like, "Now nah, this is what he's going to do." <laughs> so it didn't it didn't really do him any favors. But then, quite controversially, yeah, not taking a this penalty. Didn't take one, Salah, because no. he wanted the he wanted to be the hero and take the fifth penalty. The only problem is that only ever works. If it gets there, if it if indeed it gets there, it's <laughs> it's silly to me. I always think put your best put your best players yeah, first. Best forward. players first, absolutely. Just yeah. put them in. There's there's no point messing around. Win the shootout as soon as you can. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's silly. But of course, Halloway Cisse, managing Senegal, the firm, former Birmingham City player, made many a Premier League appearance for, for Birmingham City. Yeah. And I asked my uh, one of my friends who's a Blues fan. I said, "Will the Blues count that as a trophy?" He sent me a picture of Lee Bowie with a thumbs up. <laughs> so uh, maybe you'll see the African Cup of Nations appear in the uh, St Andrews trophy room because there's not a lot else in there. They might have to dust it down first. Yeah, and find the key. It's a long time since that League Cup win over over Arsenal, but it was a great win. Oh, it was. We should mention that it was oh, a great win over Fernie Martins. Well done, over Femi. Making Kashani look silly. <laughs> I believe it was Kashani took the ball off. It still makes me laugh. It doesn't matter who it was. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, you know, it was, I mean, to be honest as well, that tournament brought up some great moments. I I, I saw I saw a, a thread of the whole, like someone had put together all the funny moments for the tournament. And uh, let me have a look at, quick knock at these. Uh, I liked it so that it was easy for me to find. Uh, so there was, there was many a moment. So, 25 seconds in to the tournament, it got its first yellow card. Right. With a horrific tackle. Uh, there's a picture of one of the goalkeeper, I think Burkina Faso, who just literally dropped the goal, <laughs> dropped the ball in front of the goal. Uh, <laughs> had a moment. And then there's, of course, the left the fullbacks in goal. I think we had two fullbacks playing goal in the tournament. Yeah. Overall. Bertrand Troyway was voted man of the match 20 minutes before the game even kicked off. <laughs> And then obviously we had the referee blowing up 85th minute. Yep. Disallowing a goal, then having that overturned and then blowing again on the 89th minute. We also had Ethiopia who gave us a lineup seven hours before kickoff. You knew exactly what was going on. There was a wrong anthem played. <laughs> so it went well then. Oh, there was, there was plenty. This is still going. This thread's still going. <laughs> The African Cup of Nations official YouTube channel got copyright struck for their own footage. <laughs> which you love to see. 
Aubameyang and Lamina going to a party four days before Gabon's first game and catching COVID. Yeah. Uh, the the clip of the guy who just was offside forever. Of course, how could we forget him? The goalkeeper face planting the floor. That's my favourite yeah. one. I think it was, was it Malawi who had like those huge numbers on their back? I think it was Malawi. Massive numbers on their back. At least you could see them. Yeah. So there's plenty there. Plenty there. Of course, it was a fantastic free kick, by the way. Uh, from Comoros against Cameroon. That was a yep. brilliant one. I remember that one. So there's plenty, plenty of entertainment to be had. Oh, and there was the guy who got on a stretcher, got run over by the car. Um, what? The, the guy on the stretcher, there's a guy I can't remember. I think it was a Ghanaian, maybe. I can't remember. They're in a white kit. And he's on. He's lying on his stretcher. And <laughs> the, the medic like cart comes on. Pick him up and get the stretcher. And he just runs straight into his elbow. <laughs> oh, what a moment. This is why we don't have medical cars it's, in the Premier it's, League. It's been a great tournament. And of course, Andre AU getting in a fight. It was brilliant. And the penalty shootout between Cameroon and Egypt was dreadful. Yep. <laughs> yeah, there's some great moments. And of course, there was, I think, in the final when the referee, I think, offered his whistle and his cards to Salah to say, do you want to referee this game? <laughs> um, Mo Salah probably would have done. Yeah, he probably would have done. But I think, to be honest, I think this is probably going to be one of the most watched African Cup of Nations we've had, which is a great positive. It's funny moments, but we love a bit of funny moment, but... You know, there was still some yeah. great football and great moments, like that goalkeeper. And hopefully, hopefully, when it gets its move to summer, it'll get a few more eyes on it next time around. But yeah, brilliant tournament. Great games. Yeah. Congratulations to Senegal. Big, big trophy for them to win. Absolutely. Sets them up nicely for World Cup. Well, they might not qualify for the World Cup. Ah, who are they playing? Uh, I'm not actually sure. they Egypt, haven't they? Have they? They might in their playoff. I think so. So they'll have a replay to decide who goes to the World Cup. Yeah. But they started a debate, actually, that I saw across Twitter, asking, should the winners of the Continental Trophies be automatically qualified for the World Cup? Ooh. Especially now that the Confederation Cup's been kind of sidelined. Yeah. That's an interesting one. I actually it? agree with it. I think they should. Well, you've got to get something for it, I suppose, yeah. I, th I think it should. But th the problem is, is that you're dealing with, two with different organisations, aren't you? You are. And you've got UEFA and you've got yeah. FIFA, and all the World Cup qualifiers are run by FIFA. They're not run by uh, like the local, the continental uh, organisations. Yeah. And I think that's probably going to be the stumbling block for it. But FIFA could recognise it. And generally, when they start qualify or when they play the African Cup yeah. of Nations, they probably already started qualifying for that's the true. World Cup. But yeah. you know, when you think about it, though, Italy might not qualify the world cup yeah senegal have got to beat right. egypt to get there and that's not going to be easy yeah so um i think there's a discussion to be had around around that sort of thing though they should definitely get something for winning it because it's a massive yeah. thing it's a massive thing for senegal was your first time winners of the trophy absolutely i agree uh right uh around the world in 80 seconds shall we let's go around the world in 80 seconds let's go so Barcelona beat Atletico in the game of the weekend in Spain. Marco Asensio rescues Real Madrid against Granada. They beat them by a goal to nil. Sevilla lose ground. As a result, they drew with Osasuna. Bayern Munich beats RB Leipzig as Leverkusen beat Dortmund 5-2. 
to aid Bayern's pursuit of another Bundesliga title. Big wins for Marseille, for PSG and for Reims. They all score five over Angers, Lille and Bordeaux respectively. In the A-League, Western United moved to the summit with a win, but Melbourne City remained three points behind after a win over Newcastle Jets. And finally in Serie A, Dusan Valovic takes 13 minutes to score in his Juventus debut, but the limelight is stolen by Olivier Giroud, who scores twice as ACB Inter, as it's one point separating the top three in Italy. That's just turning into a juicy little title race in Italy. It is. It really is. It's looking very, very nice. Um, I'll just take us back to Bayern and Dortmund in particular. So, for the first time, I think, in a very long time, Dortmund have nicked a Bayern player. Nicolas Sule has agreed to join Bayern at the end of his contract in the summer. Wow. So he'll be leaving Bayern. And I think that's that a, a huge move to go the other way, for Dortmund. Yeah. Huge move for Dortmund. You know, and... and Fair play to him, I think, on that. But yeah, no, um, that Italian Serie A, Serie A title race is looking very, very nice. Yeah, obviously the closest league that we've got in Europe in terms of points. Yeah, between teams. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, so one to keep an eye on. Indeed, indeed. Right. So uh, our football manager wonder kid. So for those of you that don't know, we've been following football manager twenty fifteen wonder kid Gianluca Guadino and his footballing career and how he's getting on, you know. He was winning Champions Leagues for me and Richard back in Football Manager 2015. But unfortunately, it didn't quite work out that way for him. So we, we thought, well, what's he actually doing with his career? So what's he up to at the minute? Well, we missed a bit of transfer activity Did last we? week. Yeah. Gianluca, he's gone out on loan. Oh, my God. How did we miss this? I don't know. Why wasn't this on the back pages of all the headlines and all the I newspapers across Europe? I have absolutely no Europe? idea. I am going to find the person who did it and I'm going to fire them immediately. Thank you. So he's gone on loan to Altac in the Austrian League. Oh. Are they are they top Austrian League? Uh, no, 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 no. They are propping up the table in the Austrian League. Oh. Oh, well. And what makes it even worse? Yeah. Sander Hassan. Have won since he's been gone, so it's all gone. It's all gone a bit pear shaped for Gianluca. Yeah, but I mean, he, he's taken one for the team. He thought, right, this team in Austria need need my help more than the new guys do. So he's taking what he's going like. You know what, guys? Let me go help this Austrian team out. I know you guys have got, you know, this this league sorted for us. You're going to get us promotion. So I will I will head over to Austria, take one for the team, help this team out, save them from relegation. And jobs are good. Although I'm not quite sure how their table works. There are 12 teams in the Austrian League. Right. The top six qualify for the championship round. The okay. bottom six qualify for the relegation round. Okay, so it would just be like a little... Maybe it turns into a little tournament then at the end of the season just to decide who goes down who stays up. Yes, I assume so. I mean, you'd hate being in that bottom six knowing that you finished seventh, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I bet that, I bet that causes some problems. Imagine finishing seventh in your league, right? You're yeah. still you're still mid table, and you get relegated. Yeah. And you but imagine if they had the Scottish league. If they did that, obviously they do the split, and then they do the league table. So you can end up with a team in seventh having more than more points. Oh yeah, yeah, because the team in sixth. Yeah, no, it's silly. 
and then you get relegated by the fact that you've got more points than the team in sixth place. Yeah, no, it's, that it's, would be quite funny. That'd be bad. That would be bad. <laughs> but there we are. So yeah, we'll keep an eye on him and see what he's, see what's going on in Austria. Never mind. Right, shall we have a quick look at this weekend's fixtures? Obviously, there are midweek games, but we can't be co- we won't be able to cover them for you. But let's have a look and see what we've got at the weekend. So we've just got the nine Premier League games this weekend. Chelsea are at the Club World Cup ah. for a couple of weeks. Nice little holiday. Yeah, nice holiday for Chelsea. So we start Saturday lunchtime. Chris, you might want to cover your eyes. Manchester United take on Southampton. That is always a tricky one for Manchester United against the Saints. Indeed. Watford take on Brighton. Brentford take on Crystal Palace. Everton take on Leeds in the games at three o'clock. There is a half past five kickoff Norwich against Manchester City. That's going to be an interesting game, I think. Norwich have been doing pretty well recently. Three games on Sunday at two o'clock. Tottenham take on Wolves. Newcastle take on Aston Villa. Burnley take on Liverpool before the 4.30 game where Leicester take on West Ham. Lots and lots of games to look forward to this weekend. So I'm sure there's been lots of drama in the FA Cup. Will it carry over into the Premier League? I wonder. And that, that is it from us this week. Don't forget, tell all your friends about us and how great we are. Uh, you can tweet I mean, we us. We are great. We are brilliant. Uh, you can tweet us at Let's Football Pod. Tell us all about your club and how things are going for you this season. We don't care. We'll talk about you if you if you're interested. Uh, you can also email us, let's talk football podcast 442 at gmail.com. We'll be back next week. More news, more Premier League action. So make sure you come back and we'll we'll hopefully take you through some more big discussion points. But for now, we'll see you all later. Bye. Bye.